Welcome back to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 52. I'm your host, Steve Fauches, with Eric Sanchez. We are finally moved to my new house. We're in my basement, so you might hear a little bit of an echo because not a lot, of, a ton of stuff in it yet. Well, there is, just scattered about. Um, There's nothing on the walls yet. No, nothing on the walls yet. So we are back, and after about three, four weeks off... On today's show, we're going to talk about all the little things we love about pro wrestling, and we'll get more into that later. If you're not following us on Twitter, please already do so, at PPW Podcast. You can win stuff. You can have fun interactions with us. You can gain a follower if you follow us back, and all that other fun stuff that goes with Twitter. Uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we just released our new Positively Pro Wrestling t-shirt that Eric designed, and you can head it over to whatamaneuver.net to pick that up. Are there multiple colors on that? There is. There's black, there's blue, there's gray, <laughs> there's pink. Nice. Which one are you not going to get? Uh, I'm not going to get the uh, the black one. Okay. I've, got, I've got a lot of black shirts. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm going to get the green or the pink one. It's a nice design. There's no green, there's blue. Oh, well, then I'm not going to get the green one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm definitely not going to get. Yeah. Like I said, guys, I appreciate everybody, all the interaction on Twitter and stuff while we've been in hiatus, while I've been moving into a new house, but we're here now. We can have lots of fun. There's yeah. been so much stuff that's happened, I feel like, over the past month in wrestling world. There's been the G1 tournament started in New Japan. They had the G1 special in, in North America, all in starting to take shape in the world of New Japan ROH. They've had WWE's got the Mae Young Classic Part 2 coming up. They had their Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I don't know if you saw that, where everyone on Twitter hated it. Like, was like, this is the worst show WWE's ever done. Did you see that I, at all? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I don't know. I don't read that stuff. I thought the show was good. It was fine. It was just, yeah. it was just a show. I think everybody just wants it like blood and extreme and chairs. And just They want ECW if it's going to be an Extreme Rules. Like, yeah. who cares? Right. It's it's not going to happen, and yeah. SummerSlam's building up pretty good. Yeah, and I think going forward, what I want to do with this show, not necessarily this week, because I just started thinking about it. The start of each show will have like a what we love about the current product type of thing. Just like any little thing, it could be big thing, big little storyline. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I I'm a big fan of the Rousey Alexa Bliss storyline. Like I think. This is how Rousey should be used. She's a badass. She's kicking ass. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you saw, because uh, everyone was making fun of Rousey's hair on Raw. Yeah, I didn't watch Raw this week. Okay, so Rousey, I'll, I'll pull my phone I here. saw the cornrows. Yeah, and so, <laughs> hold on one second. And a picture comparing her to Road Dog. Yeah, and... And, it was, and there was like a, someone put like a little tractor in between the rows. <laughs> right, it was pretty funny. I have the Instagram photo I'll try to pull up for you of, of it, but she pretty much wanted to make fun of herself, which was... Which was good too. Speaking of Rousey, she's got a a basic figure come out the San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, that? I saw that. Yeah, you a fan of that or no? Um, I might get it depending on how it actually turns out. But you look. But what do you think about the new face scans at this? The, the figures they're looking more realistic. Kind of kind of creeps me out. Yeah, they do. The only one that I don't like, I don't know if you saw it, was the uh, Eric Rowan. It doesn't look like him, but the detail on the on the figures are getting a lot better. Which before I thought they were awesome, you know, when you're comparing them to Jax. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought they were good, but I think they're getting a lot better. Yeah, so here, you see Ronda Rousey oh, with, her, with her hair making fun of herself. It, it, I love, like, she's got the, it's like a membrane and all that stuff. So it's good that she at least yeah. is teasing it. Right. I do also like that her hair is set up like she's going to fight someone. It's that, like, poofed up and extensions yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like that. What's that girl with uh, with Mandy Rose? I always forget her name. Sonya Deville. Yeah, I like how she does. Like she has her hair up, like she's ready to fight. Like right. that's what like I the think. MMA style. Yeah, 
Um, I really like. I'm really liking Liv Morgan more and more. I don't yeah, know why. me too. And I'm also loving the Becky Lynch like storyline. I really hope she beats Carmella at, at SummerSlam because yeah. she calls her. Becky like, kind of faded away for a while, but I still watched her. And there were the different things that she was doing and different outfits she was trying like throughout that whole like not really being focused on. So I kind of like where she's at right now. And she gave her a little promo about Becky Balboa being yeah. back. I'm, I, I just miss hearing her mm-hmm. and the focus being on her because I really like her. I think she's a great wrestler. I agree. Maybe she'll get a good figure someday. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> With not a goofy face. Uh, so today's show is going to be the little things. And what I mean by that is not the finishers or storylines or angles, but little things that wrestlers do or the or, or announcers do or camera cuts or anything that you, you notice. Yeah. I, I've always noticed little stuff, even from when I was a kid watching wrestling. And I think mm-hmm. a few months back... When we had an interview with uh, Ring Skirts, he was like, you know, I notice you notice a lot of dumb little things like I do, too. And I think a lot of wrestling fans notice that stuff. Yeah. Notice but it's not th- really a topic that we talk about. So it's like, oh, hey, I noticed that, too. Right. And I, it's also why I get frustrated that WWE doesn't, doesn't put little more little hints into all their stories because mm-hmm. people pay attention. Yeah. I think they don't think people do, but they do. At least the hardcore fans do. The first thing I loved, that I, this is like kind of what inspired me. I was watching something on the network, and it's when Stone Cold comes to the ring. Steve Austin, that is. Yeah. If there's any other Stone Cold. And <laughs> if his opponent's already in the ring, well, you know how Austin goes to the different four corners? Yeah. If his opponent's in the ring, Austin does not take his eyes off of that guy until he gets to the corner. So he stares at his opponent. All right. And I get to see Austin saying, what you got to do is you got to make sure, you got to tell that story that you are not going to be messed with and they will not cheap shot you. <laughs> and just, and then that's makes, what you imagine him saying or that's what he said? That, that's what I imagine him, if he ever talked about it, yeah. like saying it. He just doesn't, he, you know, he's got the BMF walk, as he called it, but he just stares people down and just does not. And he, yeah. I even watched it back in the ringmaster days he was doing that too. So I really, really liked what he did there with his stone-cold, blue-eyed stare. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one that you had? Because I know we've got a... We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, there's a lot of different things. Like, one of the things I've noticed, at least the past five years, like, there's not much um, focus on the referee, as it used to be, like, naming, like, the, the name names, of the referee. Yeah, yeah. Where I liked it when I was a kid, because I knew Earl Hebner, I knew I, I, Charles Robinson, or I knew all of these guys. And then now it's like they've got 40 different... Different referees. I, I don't see any like focus on them. They're not really part of a storyline. Like, um, well, he- Hebner was in the Hogan deal. Yeah, and then uh, Patrick with the other Hogan deal. Yeah, <laughs> WCW. What's, what's the common denominator there, brother? <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I kind of miss the the referee being part of the story. Yeah, not so much actual like storyline, him interfering this and that, changing things, but just him being an actual character of the match that I'm watching. Yeah, and I, I get what you're saying, but the, the referee's supposed to be invisible, but it's nice to know their names, because I think it helps more when there's a ref bump, like a big one, and you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, that's Hebner, oh, that's Kyoto getting kicked in the face, yeah. or Charles Robinson, or whatever, so I think that, that is good. But I think the names make them more human, so if things do happen to them, you feel bad for them, or you feel happy that it happened to them. Yeah, I think... Where, like, a, a nameless, faceless referee just doesn't add anything to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure, and... Uh, another speaking of this is back on the entrance theme a little thing I like mm-hmm. so Hogan's done this a handful of times it's usually when he leaves for a while or if it's going to be like a retirement match or a teased retirement match the first time I noticed it was WrestleMania 8 so he walked out there in the Hoosier Dome and looked out normally he's like let's go brother you know pointing to the crowd and pointing to, he just <laughs> he just stood, stood at the top of that uh, entryway with the old neon sign like Hands on his hips, like man, like big smile, like oh brother for me, yeah, right, like, like his humble brag, <laughs> shaking it, yeah. you know. I obviously look back now, like oh wow, he's just trying to milk and this. He's got the duck face going with his lips, exactly. <laughs> but I love it because it's just so good because he's telling the story. He's like, as his character, he's like, all right, this may be it for me, you know. Yeah. I gotta you know soak this in, brother, right. and all that stuff. So I really like that. I notice I notice that now too, because I've heard of wrestlers talk about it on the network and other various podcasts that they do and everything is when they go to WrestleMania every year, they're like, I'm going to take a second to look around. And, and I try to catch it when it happens. Like, yeah. I think at WrestleMania 33, when Charlotte came out and they had the Ric Flair type firework entrance yeah. for in Florida, 
you can tell when she was supposed to do her spin, she kind of stopped and looked at the fireworks, and then she was like, oh, wait, no, I'm supposed to keep going. So yeah. she caught herself. I didn't notice that. I think she talked about that on one of the... Uh, oh, okay, I didn't... Uh, um, 24s or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like that. So I was watching it. So now that I watch it, I'm like, that's when she said she stopped turning, and then, uh-huh. you know, then oh, yeah, I got to turn or keep this going. Yeah, and the, this is like a nitpick thing, which I guess is a little thing, but... Remember when she was out and she had her, like, her peacock outfit? Yeah. And Michael Kogol's, there's a reason she's dressed like a peacock. She says it's symbolic of her family coming full circle. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why the hell would you pick up a peacock with a family coming full circle? <laughs> I, I think what he was talking about is just the same arena with the fireworks. Sure, but what does it do with a peacock? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Cole trying to shove something in there. Yeah. He says a lot of things that are that are wrong. I, uh, who was it that said uh, they were talking about the Iron Man matches past week and that they mentioned uh, Cena and HBK when he was supposed yeah. to talk about Hart and HBK? I think it was Coach. Okay. Yeah, Coach. And, everybody, and I'm surprised um, Corey Graves didn't say anything about it. Maybe it was Usually. just so bad, yeah. Maybe. Well, Cena and HBK had an hour-long match, almost an hour-long match, but it wasn't an Iron Man match. It was just a match on Raw Okay. in 2007. Yeah. It was like a WrestleMania 23 rematch where Michaels won non-title. Amazing match, by the way, if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the finish was how I think the finish had ended for WrestleMania 23 with Michaels winning, but it's here nor there. But it was yeah. a good, damn good match. Uh, one of the things I like that Cena does is... The talking to the camera type of thing, because sometimes yeah. he'll say like a message to somebody like back home, or sometimes he'll say, you know, it's WrestleMania, let's go, or whatever. People think at the beginning a, before he runs down yeah, the ramp. People think that's annoying, but I, I don't know. To me, it seems like he's into it. Like he's like not just playing a performance. Yeah, whatever. he does like, the old finger from the hat to the camera, and, and you know, yeah, he says something to him. Exactly, right. I like that too, and that's a more modern little thing that people I think mm-hmm. do a lot. And a lot of the stuff I think I thought of was older stuff I noticed when I was a kid that I noticed now, but I don't put it, point it out as much. And probably because when I was a kid, I felt like I was cool for figuring something out yeah, or something like that. But I don't know if you have anything. One of the things that I noticed um, are tag ropes. Like, I really yeah. noticed this when I was watching yeah, yeah. Uh, Roman and Lashley when they were going against uh, the Revival two, three weeks ago. Whatever it was, they were just paired up. And Roman was on the outside and... I think that when you're in a tag match, you're on the outside, you really want to tag. You're trying to get as close to your partner as you yeah. can. He's hugging the post. He, he's not grabbing the rope. He's not extending himself that four or five, six inches to get closer. Yeah. And it just bugged me the whole time. Like, grab the tag rope and get closer if you really want to get into this sure. match. Um, watching the Revival, they're utilizing the tag ropes. Mm-hmm. And then some weeks, is like tag ropes are nothing. That's not even mentioned. They're not even on, like, assembled onto the ring. <laughs> so I always notice, like... I guess tag ropes. <laughs> yeah, tag, tag ropes, that, that, that's true. Because I remember back in the day, this was another little thing, too, where it would drive me nuts as a kid when they would have the classic good guy, bad guy tag team match. And, you know, the bad guy's beating up the good guy. He's yeah. trying to get there, trying to get there. Right. He finally gets the tag, but the ref wasn't looking, so he makes him come back. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, you exactly. didn't make a tag. <laughs> and then it would drove even more nuts is the heels would do it, mm-hmm. but... They, he wouldn't see him either, but he would just put his hands up. It's like, oh, I heard the slap. You know, you hear Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Bobby Heenan would always be like, oh, if it's close enough, they don't have to tag. Yeah. <laughs> it's the honor system. Do you remember a match, and I don't know why I'm blanking on this, someone oh. tied the tag rope to the actual rope, and then they just slid up and down the whole side? No. I but that's awesome. what it was. i got to look that up. That's a good. That's a good clever little thing. You did. And then the guy's like, I, "I'm holding the tag rope." He's like, "No, you, you untied it and you tied it to the rope, so you can just slide all the way from corner to corner." That 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 sounds like something fun. The, I'm oh, sorry, the uh, furnace just turned off in the background. It's a little bit quieter in here, so a little less white noise for everybody. Mm-hmm. Or not the furnace, the air conditioner. It is July. <laughs> little things. But back with the tag ropes. That that's what it would always be in the days when the baby face is trying to get. That the hot tag, as they call right. it, and all that, is he's reaching for it, reaching for it. The guy's holding on all the way, fingertips with the tag rope. And uh, I always think of when, in 92, the Saturday Night's Main Event show on Fox, when Sid and Hogan were tagging, mm-hmm. and Sid was, oh, like, yeah. holding on to the rope, like, loose-limped, like, finger <laughs> hand barely out, dropped, like, he was holding the like, tag Like, tag rope, me, don't tag me, I don't care. And then dropped down. That was good. You were going to say something, but that made me think of it, too, with the, the half-Sid tag rope thing. Yeah. It was great. Anytime somebody jumps off at the last second, I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like a callback to Sid for me because I remember that. <laughs> like, Bailey did that uh, yeah. about a month ago. And you're like, yeah, Sid. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Bailey remembers Sid. That's what Sasha gets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I also like with, I guess sticking with tag teams here, 
I like the this isn't necessarily a little thing, but I love when tag teams do tandem moves that yeah. aren't just finisher tandem moves. Yeah, that's you on know? my list too. Yeah, I love that. So, and I love with the when mostly bad guy teams would do this, they would keep them in their corner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, this is what you got to do here. They did that a lot in the Survivor Series. Keep them in the opposite corner. Gurla Monsoon was always talking about that, is keeping yeah. them in the opposite corner so you couldn't... couldn't well, cut the them. ring in half, brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what they would do. It was good stuff. Yeah. What do you have? You got, another, you got a list open up there? Um, well, I've got tag ropes, hot tags, double team moves... So stuff we just talked about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> similar attire. I don't know if that's that noticeable, but I really get more into a tag team when they're dressed similarly mm-hmm. instead of just like the makeshift team, say like, um, like I don't know, Hardy, Hardy and Bray. Like I'm not yeah. that into them as a tag team. Um, or the B team. The B team I am because they do come out in the B shirts. Sure. You know, so. But their gear is not the same. You're talking about like the Young Bucks. They are the same gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're More like, like the Young Bucks and the Rockers and Demolition and. Even the Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation and. and LOD. Yeah, all those guys. <laughs> what if, what current. The Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, what current WWE tag team? Bludgeon did, Brothers. Yeah. They're um, similar. Revival. Revival. Um. New Day. Yeah, New Day. Kind of, but they all wear Usos. different. Yeah. Well, no, Usos, they wear a different color. Like, one wears black, one wears white. Yeah. But they're dressed similarly like their attire, I guess. Yeah. I mean, those are tag teams, like, they don't feel just forced together. Yeah. They're they're a team. And Hell No is only brought back just because, you know, they were a team before, but I never really... Nostalgia. Yeah. Give Brian something to do. How mad's everyone going to be when Daniel Bryan faces Kane at SummerSlam? You better not. I want him to face The Miz. <laughs> I think they got to save that for WrestleMania, maybe. but we'll see. That'd be a good. I mean, SummerSlam is a big show. Yeah, I kind of wish the Miz had like the IC title or something, to get it some stakes. But yeah. I do love that Ziggler's still the IC champ. Oh, I do too. The uh, the the best part again was the end of that Iron Man match with Ziggler and Rollins' Extreme Rules. All mad at was like that was such a terrible finish and low blow blah blah blah. blah. And McIntyre was banned from he, ringside. How's he still he's out a there? Heel. Exactly. Like, I don't know what's mad about. Exactly. Like, what's of course saying? he's going to uh, cheat to win. Who knows, man? People complain online. If you want to never complain online, get our t-shirt at whatamaneuver.net. Our other shirt. You can have two shirts. shirt. Yes. Are you going to go to the StarCast with me one of the days, maybe? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who's there. Yeah. I think I'm going to go on Sunday, just because I've noticed that vendor shows, they're usually a little more willing to haggle the last day on stuff, mm-hmm. so... We're going to get a few random Hasbros, which I should have gotten more at WrestleCon this past year. I guess year. I really don't know what it is. My expectation is just a bunch of tables with podcasters. To, like, so what, I don't want to meet podcasters. No. So what it is is Stark, it's basically a convention where so there's there's two, there's two a couple different parts of it. There's StarCast Podcast Row, where all the podcasters are. You can get in there. There is the vendor room, and that's where it's similar to like a Comic-Con or WrestleCon. Like, okay. Wrestler will be sitting at their table. You can pay them their 20 bucks, get your autograph, picture, whatever. And then there's vendors there. And the vendors have toys or belts or whatever, just like a Comic-Con. Also, there is, but this is you have to spend more money for. There's different types of meet and greets. Like you can pay 50 bucks and get a picture with Kevin Nash holding the actual WWF title, not the replica one. He's going to bring his WWF title, Mm -hmm. picture, autograph, and the background will be of like the old WWF heel locker room set, that type of thing. Or you get thirty bucks, Medusa trash can picture, um, <laughs> and then there's a bunch of other like panels. There's like a death of WCW panel, yeah. and all, but that's uh, that's all extra money to get. I in. think if I were to get a picture, I'd want it to be more we're hanging out, like just sitting yeah. at a bar together, not where not it looks posed. like I paid him to stand next to me <laughs> with his with his title. Like I want it to look like we're hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 lineup of guys is pretty good as far as who you can meet. At WrestleCon, see, WrestleCon this past, this is off topic, sorry guys, but WrestleCon this past year <laughs> was fun, but it was just so jam-packed, and I, I'm hoping StarCast is a little more or, well-organized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at a it's at a big place in Schaumburg, the Hyatt, but we'll we'll see, you never know. Um, I'm tr- still hoping they release another Young Bucks autograph ticket pack, because I wanted to get my Funko Pop sign, but it's sold out, and they keep randomly releasing stuff, so I'm hoping that I get one, but we'll see. Anyway. I remember back in the day, they would sign anything that you bought from them. Like, if yeah. you bought it from the Young Buck store, they would sign it and send it to you. Yeah. And you could send stuff to them, they would sign it and send it back to you. Really? 
Yeah, oh, they, this is when they were, this is like four or five years ago. Yeah, I think I remember when I saw them at a show too. It was the same thing where if you bought a T-shirt, they'd take a picture autograph too. Yeah. And I think they're they're bigger now, so I get it. You know, their lines are insanely long. At WrestleCon, their line was down. Then they took they took their time with everybody, so yeah. it takes a while. What I did think was funny was Cody, his dog Pharaoh was doing a meet and greet and the dog's meet and greet sold out. <laughs> I put hashtag feral draws. Just just to backtrack, I'm not trying to say the young bucks are like prima donna. No, no, it's okay. They're like I think they're better than anybody. No, I'm no. just saying I just remember back in the day like they would go out of their way seemed a little bit more because they didn't have a lot of people sending them stuff or buying stuff or I think it's now, just a matter it's, of it's like, just way overwhelming. Just too much, There's yeah. No way they can sign 5,000 things being sent to them this week. <laughs> yeah. Staying on topic of, like, Funko Pops and figures with little things, that'll go into it, too. I For the little things with Funko Pops, mm-hmm. I love how they would add, like, little details to it. Like, the Kenny Omega Funko Pop, for example, it's got the little braid thing on right. it. They don't have to add that. Or the, what's the other one I like a lot? The, damn it. It's going to drive me nuts which Funko Pop I'm talking about. It's my favorite one. Well, there's a cane one that I like that they actually put like another layer for a mask instead uh-huh. of just painting like a mask on his yeah. face. Because the Asuka is just a painting. It's not like, oh, a, like an it's extra not layer a, that, on it. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe I don't want it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could take a look at it. But I like the cane one. And Judge. Um, damn it, there was... Is it the Stone Cold one? No, the the Ric Flair one. The Ric Flair one. Yeah, yeah. I, his his robe, it's painted, but like the feathers are like three D a little bit. Yeah, so they pink are. Robe, so that's like little. Yeah. Like, they don't have to do that, but that little like detail they put in right. the, those Funkos are cool. Uh, oh, and, and just to go uh, yeah. back to Young Bucks, I took a picture of the Elite and I sent it to them, and they yeah. uh, they liked it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, they liked my uh, Elite picture of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and, and it Cody? was from. Uh, I forget where it was from. It was one of their pictures online where their backs are yeah. to it. So I posed them the same way. Where'd you get that elite thing, the elite background you used? My computer monitor. Oh, okay. I thought it was fancier than that. <laughs> no, it's just a monitor. And Break, we, breaking kayfabe, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's like the movies. If you pan out far enough, you just see a set and you see boom mics and <laughs> wires and stuff like that. But you zoom in, you crop stuff out. Looks legit. <laughs> I love on the... The little things on fig, like the elite figures, for example, mm-hmm. are, are really good. Details like the the Ultimate Warrior defining moments for WrestleMania Seven, like they have the knee down to the knee pads detailed that yeah. used in that match. Um, and then even on like some of the like the, the basics, like the Dusty Rhodes basic app, he's got like the birthmark patch on him right. and stuff like that. That's cool, like stuff they could miss. Yeah, they they do get lazy sometimes and don't do it, but for those figures, it's. It's nice little details they throw on there sometimes, too. Yeah. I like the detail on the Rick Rude with the robe, and it's even got, like, the little, uh, what is that do you call the, that, the belt. Is that the one with, like, the pink tights? Is yeah. It, or the pink robe or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Reddish pink robe, and it's got, the like, the belt loop on it to close the robe up and the collar. Like, I just like how they did that. Yeah. And I like on uh, the Hasbros, I would love when they would add, or not, they would add the, um, the, the proper, I think, like, boot color, like Bret Hart's, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, his boot color is perfect. So I like that a lot. Um, and if you've seen, have you seen the new GameStop exclusive RetroFest figures? I'm sure you've seen those, Just right? pictures, yeah. Okay, have you ever seen my Macho Man? I'll show it to you when we're done no. recording. I'll show it to you. But um, what I'm confused about is why Shawn Michaels is part of a WrestleFest when he was never in the games. I don't know. It's RetroFest. <laughs> it's the Rockers. Well, that Macho, it's just the, the box. That Macho Man, well, he wore it, like, on a Raw episode, that red, white, and blue one. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they made it look like an arcade, so they were supposed to... In my head, I thought they were just making figures that were in the arcade games. Mm, I don't know, but this this Michaels looks like a He-Man figure when everyone's making fun of it. (laughs) I have the power! Uh, Off of figures, let's go back to real fake wrestling. There we go. Real wrestling. What other uh, stuff did you have for little things that you can think of? I don't know. Well, it is little things because if I were to explain, like, um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, the, if I say John Cena's You Can't See Me, you know what he's doing. Like right. The physical mannerisms. Um, I think I put this online, but Hogan Pose, the Savage yep. Point to the Sky, even Roman, Roman's Uwa, like, oh, Roman's, Roman's. Uwa. <laughs> Roman's. Roman's Uwa. Like, so oh, you like the signature. Yeah, little the little thing. signature things that each one does that's, you know, specific to them. That always makes me laugh. Everybody's booing Roman the whole match, but everyone's all, can't wait to Ooh, shoot the Uwa. 
yeah. And but, the way Alexa holds her title is like yeah. amazing. I love how she does. That. I like what Alexa does with her hand, where she puts it. I'm doing it, my you. And she like put, closes it. it. Closes it one finger at a yeah. time. I think that's pretty cool. Before the twisted bliss, or just what she? Oh yeah, yeah. She, in she, the ring too. Yeah, she'll be in the ring. And but when she's up top, right before the twisted bliss, she does the hand thing. Mm-hmm. Did you see her table for three with Trish and Leah? I did. It was okay. It was good. Yeah. I did. I mean, I didn't realize how really, really incredibly skinny she used to be because she had her eating disorder and she was like a bodybuilder. But Alexa Bliss was like a nothing. Yeah. And they showed her audition tape. I'm like, oh man, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> but I'm embarrassed doing this, you know. Talking about. Are you? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm definitely not. With back to the Roman and the speaking of Roman and the Shield type of stuff. I love the new Burn It Down with Seth Rollins. At first, I hated it, but now that the crowd chants it, it's yeah. awesome. I think the first time everyone really did it was WrestleMania. I've awesome. noticed another little thing, how he is stomping his foot to the beat of Burn It Down, not just like typical yeah. Shawn Michaels or Ziggler. Yeah, you know, chin music chin stomps. Music, yeah. It's like, burn it down, burn it down. So they chant with his boot. You like that. that or no? It's uh, a little thing that I noticed. I don't know if I like it yet. Just, I only just, saw it once or twice. Yeah. But it's a little thing <laughs> that I noticed. <laughs> I, I also like uh, another thing is when uh, wrestlers climb the top rope and they're looking like nervous, like oh my god, mm-hmm. I, I have to like I, they're, you can see they're thinking in their head like the story they're telling me like this is really risky. Like Shane McMahon want... does all the time. Yeah, or like Ronda <laughs> when she jumped off the top at, at Nia Jax, and mm-hmm. I always thought that was good. And and the flip side of that, I loved when guys had jumped off the top all the time, like Macho Man or whoever. Like, they were just confident, like I'm going to drive the elbow down. Yeah, and that's like with Macho Man's elbow drop. I think it was so good because it looked like he was just driving through you. Mm-hmm. You know, like just incredible. His is the best elbow drop of all time. Oh yeah. down. I think HBK is probably number two. Yeah. And uh, I remember... I Not always, Xavier Woods? No. <laughs> or CM Bunks. <laughs> I'll always... Or Bailey's. I'll always remember Michael... Or that pirate girl. Carrie Singh? Kyrie Singh. Kyrie Singh. Yeah. Close enough. I'll always remember this thing. And this wasn't a little thing. This was... Michael's was in pain. His match with Austin at WrestleMania 14 where he couldn't barely walk, his back problems, all that. And he still did the jump off the top. And you can see him like gritting his teeth like yeah. this is gonna suck but i have to do it and he jumps off and does it and that was a, a cool little touch he did he yeah was, i uh when i watched that match i i could just feel the pain this the way he was getting up the way he was bought i mean people with back problems you know not that i have like major back problems but when you hurt your back you can tell like yeah. just like kind of stand up straight in the way he was like mm-hmm. walking i'm like how can you wrestle you're just like oh <laughs> and i'm sure after the adrenaline wore off from the match he just was like done you yeah. know what was I just going to say with the, the the adrenaline? Oh, yeah, that's right. So when he did the f- the front flip into the the turnbuckle, you know how normally he flips? Yeah. But he didn't make it because his back hurt yeah. so bad. Every was like, oh! Flair does that sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, Flair's a, uh, Flair has a lot of signature little things he does. Eric Young did that on SmackDown. Did you see that? No. He was going against uh, Kofi Kingston because he still got that little thing going between uh, Sanity and New Day. Yeah. So Kofi whips him in. He does the flip over out to the apron, runs to the other top. And traditionally, that's when somebody would go to Flair, grab him, and then drop him to the mat. And I don't know. It was the exact same thing that he did. So another little thing. I'm like, man, that's a Flair move. (laughs) Yeah. I love Flair's thing when, like, you put him in, like, the test of strength. And yeah. go, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah. Scream, scream as loud as he can! Like, oh god! Oh god! I no. appreciate R- Ric Flair more and more as I get older. Because Watching I, his old stuff, yeah, because it's just like he really sold and made the match with emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just doing moves. Yeah, it was emotion. Like you could, you could hear him. You could see it on his face. Like everything he did was good. I always, I always love his promo saying, "I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down." <laughs> His promos are just the best. My favorite line of his is, my shoes cost more than your house. Yeah. And then he was like, that's why this suit costs $500 and his suit costs 200 And he pointed like Tony Schiavone. He's like, I don't know how much that suit costs. I'd be embarrassed to wear it. <laughs> I think I, I picked something like that up from Flair when I would tell people. Like people that I don't know, I'm just kind of messing around. I mean, I do know them. But yeah. they, say they scuffed my shoe by doing something. I'm like, those are $500 shoes. <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> it costs more than your house. <laughs> he... Uh, he was also arguably the best 
visual bleeder because of his bright blonde oh, hair. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. That's the vision I have. I think it's like him and Macho Man. Oh, yeah. All that red in his hair. Right. When he's got red trunks on yeah. and he's so pissed after he loses the title. It's like what he took about a blood me? Bath. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> did you, speaking of Macho, did you see at the Comic-Con the Macho Liz wedding set and how awful it looks? I did, but those are like Mattel Barbie, aren't they? I guess, but who's going to buy that? I thought you would. No. (laughs) Somebody. (laughs) Steve's buying this shit. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to tag you in it. Uh, So someone on Twitter, uh, Hova, he put, he's like, that looks like the Geico caveman. (laughs) Yeah, the hair is terrible. It's pretty bad. It's it's easy to hide a face with uh, facial hair and and sunglasses. Uh Uh-huh. But when the hair is that terrible and the, and the, I don't know. It just looks bad. Yeah, it does. It, it's pretty bad. But I'd like the costumes and everything else, you know, to kind of take away from that head on Savage. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got the hat, he's got the, the, the suit and the streamers and Liz and the, and the gown. They should and, just made that a defining moment or like a epic moments pack. Yeah, That's yeah. what they should have done with the, with the wedding stand and the SummerSlam ring skirt and all that stuff. Yeah, That's what they, they should, should have. have. That's what they should have done. Well, maybe they will. Maybe. Eventually. Back to, back to Ric Flair, this isn't necessarily a little thing, but it's something that I always found interesting was Ric Flair every day, no matter how late he was up, got up in the morning and went to the gym mm-hmm. every day. And like Bret Hart talks about it in his book. And his little he, stepper, his yeah, stairmaster. No, his treadmill or his, his in, Hindu squats, he calls them. Mm-hmm. But Bret Hart said, like, no matter, he's like, Flair was out all night. And he's like, every day I'd see him in the gym, no matter what, sweating off the toxins from the night before. Mm-hmm. And I think Ric Flair on the 30 for 30 was like talking about how much he worked out. He goes, imagine how much, if I didn't drink, I'd be a jack goddess. But he just <laughs> drinks and drinks and drinks. So yeah. what are you going to do? What other uh, little stuff do you got? How about, how about any in-match stuff you think guys do? It doesn't have to be a, a, a particular person, but anything in, in particular you notice that guys do. Because um, what do you think about that? One thing I like is I love the small package when the heel grabs the tights. Because that, yeah. that used to be a big thing when a bad guy would steal, would grab the trunks, like, okay, he's going to win. Now people kick out a lot, but I, I love that. It's hard that. to make it a bad thing when the good guys are doing it, too. Yeah. So I think if the good guys didn't do it, they put more emphasis on on cheaters doing it. Right. You know, it would be more of a thing. Um, whatever period it was, 2004 to 2012, when Vince McMahon or whoever was in charge wanted everybody to have their hair short, do you remember yeah. that? It was like a period where people didn't really have long hair anymore. And now it's starting to come back, which I like because it's easier to... It's visually, you can see hair flipping back. That, and... Well, that it makes everything look more impactful. And if they're doing um, rest spots or stuff in the middle where they're calling different moves in the match, you can hide what you're saying. Yeah. Where everybody had short hair in the past, you could see their mouth moving. Like, what are they saying to each other? Did you see on... Uh, this was on... Someone picked it up on Reddit during the Ziggler... Seth Rollins match, yeah, you know, right. when everyone was counting 10, 9. And they, you could hear him, t- like, he's got him in a headlock, and they're like, what's his name, Rollins? Like, they're counting again. You can hear him even louder. <laughs> and then they was like, they shouldn't have put the clock down in the first place. Right. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, that was kind of disrespectful from the crowd. I mean, maybe once or twice, but I did, like, it was creative. I like the, the buzz they did. It was. I don't th- I don't really think they were shitting on the match. I think it was just, you know, it was a fun thing to do. You're having a good time. You're watching the match, and then, you know, other people are starting to do the countdown. It's like, hey, you know, let's throw in the buzzer, and then it just becomes a thing. It didn't make sense why AJ Styles Rusev didn't close the show, you know, especially with, with the finishes both those matches were, you know? Yeah. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Or even if Lashley, because Lashley won. He could have closed the show with Roman. People would have been happy. But now we're getting Lashley. I don't know when the last time Roman really won on a pay-per-view. You're getting pushed on our throats. We had you, Roman. <laughs> I saw something that WWE is selling uh, gummy vitamins now. Yeah. And the first comment, obviously, is going to have like 300 likes and hearts and all that kind of stuff on Facebook. Uh-huh. And uh, it's like, yeah, eat our gummies. We'll shove them down your throat. <laughs> Just like Roman Reigns. <laughs> I'm like, you know WWE sees that because it's the first comment. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have the WWF vitamins or the Hulk Hogan vitamins? No. No? No, we were poor. Flintstone. We didn't have vitamins. You had the, you had we, the, ate, we ate canned vegetables for our vitamins. <laughs> we had the Flintstones vitamins. At one time, I ate like six of them. My mom's like, you're going to be sick. Because <laughs> they tasted like candy, you know? Yeah. Toxicity fl- level. You're getting rashes from too much niacin. <laughs> the Dino the Dino dinosaur were purple. I would pop that stuff like it was like, <laughs> like, like M&M's or something, you know? Yeah. 
Good stuff. All right. Well, Forrest is here to say hello. My dog Forrest is here. I got to tell you, this whole crossing the arms thing is uh, really effective. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, for we don't know what Eric is talking about. So my dog is a jumpy dog. She loves people jumping on people. I'm sure you guys care about this, but I trained her when she was a puppy that if you cross your arms, she goes away and sits down because she knows that's like that's what it, that's like her command. So you have to leave when the arms are crossed. Oh, she's sneaking you. She's sneaking you, proving me wrong. And she's gone. She's much different than gone. Yeah. What's funny is when she's really excited to do it, she gets mad. She sits down. It's like, who told you about this? <laughs> um, and then when you uncrush, you can pet her and all that stuff. She knows she's supposed to sit down. She's but as long as I've been coming here, you might have told me yeah. multiple times. I don't really remember. I remember doing it the first time, like, this week. Yeah. I've told you, but you're usually just, like, kicking her away because you're a mean guy. Well, that's usually effective with every other dog. Not for Either us. I don't pay attention to them, or I put my knee up and they don't jump anymore. Yeah. But yours just is persistent. She'll <laughs> she jump over my knee. She and loves like, people. Yeah. And she's a pretty big, she's about a 70 pound dog. She's not a little dog. She'd be a heavyweight. She would be. She'd be going against Hulk. She'd be the big heel to take out Hogan. <laughs> Back in the transition about the show. With Hogan, I obviously this isn't a little thing, it's his, you know, Hulk him up comeback. I did love when he would make the sign to slam, like press over his head. I'm yeah. like, oh, so he's going to press slam Earthquake. It was just a body slam, right. obviously. But but he made it look like he was even doing it to right. somebody. He's like, like, like he's slowly pushing somebody. those arms up. Yeah. Like, yeah, lift him just like that. <laughs> I like when he tells stories about him and Andre. He's like, I lifted Andre over my head. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, Watch the tape. I mean, he does kind of get him up high. Over his shoulder. He's probably told so many lies by now, he just believes them. <laughs> yeah. He's back in the WWE Hall of Fame. Who knew he was out? I didn't know he was out. I just knew he was suspended from the WWE. I didn't know he was out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think I, I think I knew that, but I didn't really care. And then it's like, oh, hey, he's back. Okay. Yeah, I go on the website and look at his picture now. Big deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we did, you, did you read the uh, the New Day response to it? And Titus's, I did, yeah. I didn't read Titus's. Titus was a little more scathing, basically like, I didn't. He's basically saying, you know, I didn't really think his apology was genuine because he talked about I. I didn't know I was being recorded. He goes, it doesn't matter. So right. You shouldn't have said what you said. I think people. If you, I'm not going to read a state, read what he actually said, but if go online read what he Hogan said, it wasn't just like a little passing thing. It was a pretty brutal, yeah, racist rant he went on. You know? I thought Kofi's, um, I guess, being the spokesman of the New Day was was a good reply. That I mean, they don't. They accept it, but right. and I mean they don't hold them accountable. They don't whatever because I guess they don't want anything to do with them because they've never had anything to do with them, which makes sense. Yeah, like they didn't. He didn't do anything for them because I mean they weren't even in the same realm at the time, and they kind of earned their own thing. And yeah, they just don't really respect him. Mm-hmm. Let's get to happier stuff. Yeah, the music with wrestlers. Particularly mm-hmm. when the music is timed with a particular portion of the entrance. Mm-hmm. You know, like when Nakamura doesn't do this anymore, but he used to, he would time his like knee drop on the rope to the to the violin. Yeah. Like and like the spotlight would go on, I would love that. Or uh Batista's machine gun to yeah. the pyro. It's like uh-huh. da, 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 da. Or the AJ Styles when he has the pyro, you flip his head back and yeah. you don't want none. So I love the time stuff. Shawn Michaels uh wasn't necessarily timed with music, but his pose his signature pose, and the pyro would go off behind him. Or even when the ref for AJ is like, hey, Jay, like he starts doing the yeah. AJ Styles and bounce off the rope with his arms spread. Yeah, and I like the the Razor Ramon when he would put his arms out and it would be like the falling sparklers. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. And then what else do we got? There's the, as far as music goes, there's Hogan, obviously, but it's not necessarily time to anything. Ultimate Warrior, and he runs through. Well, Kurt Angle, uh, you, you know, appreciating suck. that you suck now. Uh huh. And then the John Cena sucks. So mm-hmm. that's, but that's more fan-driven stuff. Now that they did. Yeah, but it's still fun. It is. It is. And the Bailey when she does the when she starts to do the squat to get the Bailey buddies up, she's like, ooh, and then she comes up. Yeah, all this stuff based is just a big part of what makes wrestling fun. All these little things that we're talking about, and there's obviously more, but these little things we're talking about are always make it make the show what it is it makes it a big epic ridiculous show and yeah it all makes sense and i think the guys that just go through the motions you can kind of tell the difference between the, the people that go really go through it like this past week on smackdown the miz was doing his 
funeral for Team Hell No, and he yeah. was like shaking people's hand like they were if you know like the double palm handshake. Right, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry for your loss. Like that's a little like I would never have thought to do that. I just would have walked <laughs> past him. That that little like the pallbearer, no pun intended. Like oh, I'm so sorry for your loss type of thing. That, yeah. that was great. He does a lot of awesome little stuff. He too. does. Are you gonna watch Ms. and Mrs.? When's that debut? Next uh, week? Next Tuesday, I think. I'll check it out. I mean, the Miz are mostly going to be there because his dad's going to be on, and his dad cracks me up. His dad and his mom crack me up. I like the, we were talking about the... My uh, mom says, that's his parents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do You're not, not to put him down, but, you know. They don't look like him. No. I do, I do like the, when they were... His the my son's a WWE superstar. His dad was like, "Well, Mike was always average, average baseball player." <laughs> Mike's like, "I was the captain of the baseball team." He's yeah. like, "You didn't hit." He goes, "I was a pitcher." <laughs> <laughs> and they should make more of those. I like those. The Alexa Bliss, him, and uh, there Finn, was another one. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. Yeah, they're pretty. The Mrs. was the best one though because his yeah. parents were great. They're doing someone's uh, before, you know, before they were their current character, like delving back into their indie stuff. Yeah. Like Ruby Wright, I thought was good, but sure. I just wish they would do more of this stuff instead of, you know, tease us with like five or six things and never do it again. Uh huh. But there's a lot of good content that they do. That's original that I don't know. I wish they would keep doing. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm sure they judge it based on views and things like that. And what makes financial sense for them to do. Yeah. And everyone was pissed when Talking Smack was canceled, but the bottom line was no one was watching it enough mm-hmm. to, to justify the production costs of it. But I don't know. It's the network. So I'm not really sure how that stuff works. Yeah. Speaking of the network, one of the little things I wish the network would have would be the Netflix-type streaming, you know, the buff when you can fast-forward and see where you're going. Yeah. But one of the things I do like, it, I guess it depends on the browser you're using, for like the PS3 version of it, I like the way that the pay-per-views are in order. So it's like Armageddon, Backlash, like ABC type of yeah. thing. Whereas other ones, you have to pick the year, and then you go by Yeah, that. on my Roku, it's by year. And I kind of wish they would do the year from the beginning instead of from the end. So when I say pick 1997 Raw, yeah. it starts at December 28th, yeah, 1997. That's the, that's I wish it would start at January. That's what the PlayStation has, too. Yeah. Uh, but then but, on the Fire Stick, it's totally different menu, which is, it just seems harder to navigate. Yeah. What about uh, any stuff in non-WWE, so like New Japan or ROH stuff that we like? I mean, we already mentioned the Young Bucks talking about like the matching colors and all that. Yeah, with the me not watching so much of WWE, I've been watching more of Impact Wrestling, and I, yeah. I kind of like it more because it just seems to be they're not trying to compete with anybody. They're working with other promotions. They're working with CMLL. They're working with Lucha Underground. So they're kind of bringing like a little cream of the crop because they are on television, cream of the crop for matches. So... Like Pentagon Jr. when he was Pentagon Dark and Lucha, I love Pentagon. I just like his look and I like his style. And uh, I'll have to check and, out Impact on yeah, Pop. And, when is it even on? Uh, Thursdays at seven. Okay, I'll set it. But up. it's uh, him and uh, Sammy Callahan. Yep, it has come a long way. I really like him. What was his name in NXT? I don't know. Whatever it was, but <laughs> he's come a long way since then. So he even wrestles in AWA in Chicago, like a couple matches and. Uh, AAW, not AWA. AAW. AWA, uh, the old in Minnesota. And then, uh, Zello Pro uh-huh. over at Berman Street. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of cool to see them do that. Uh, they got another match, or Slammiversary is coming up next week. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it, but it's probably the most tempting impact event. So, what's like the main storyline for this? One of the main ones is uh, Moose was from Ring of Honor. He's an impact now. Okay. He was a former football player, whatever. He's for the world title with Austin Aries. Um, LAX, I don't know if you remember them. Yeah, Hern- I do. Hernandez and uh, Homicide. Well, they're old school, so they've been gone for a while. So LAX kind of reemerged a couple of years ago with these new breed with Conan. And then uh, this past week, the OGs came back and beat down LAX. So it's like the OG LAX versus the new LAX. What about uh, Evil Bunny, Allie Impact? Yeah, and she's going against Rosemary. Uh, Rosemary's not back yet, but. Uh, Allie's back. She's going to get Sue Young for the title. Okay. Uh, Madison Rain is going to get Tessa Blanchard, which is really good. Now, is what's her name gone from Impact? Chelsea Green? Chelsea? Yeah, she's okay. Not, no, I think she worked out the Performance Center. Yeah, I think so too. I think she got a tryout or something. And there's Sienna. She's not with them anymore either. I don't okay. know if, that, if you know who that is, but uh, yeah, I do. I do. It just it's kind of hard to tell because Impact tapes their stuff, so yeah. like. She's, this is like a month ago. She'd be like tweeting out, like, watch me on Impact this week. I'm the hot mess bride, but then you're not with them. So it was kind of confusing to me. Yeah, it is confusing. Um, but I, I try not to read spoilers so that as I watch it, it's like, 
now that's like real to me at this time sure. in this reality space. <laughs> yeah. But you know, four months ago or not, or four weeks ago, um, Eddie Edwards, I'm not really that into him, but he's, uh, with against Tommy dreamer. Cause Sammy Callahan busted his eye and now Eddie Edwards is crazy and beating everybody up now. I don't know. So lots of stuff going on for impact. A lot of stuff you. going on, yeah. <laughs> so I really like it. They still have the, do they bring back the six-sided ring? No, they got rid of it. They went to the four-sided. They're doing all their tapings in Canada. So some of the guys that um, are up there are Canadian. Okay. Like the wrestlers cool. and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just cool. saying, that, I'm, I'm saying they're not in Florida anymore. They're okay. all up in Canada. So they're using you know, Canada territories to bring in talent. Yep. Remember when Hogan was an impact? Brother. I do. That was yeah. That was the last time I really watched regularly when they had all the old guy, old WWF guys. They tried to recreate the NWO and all that stuff. Yeah. I like with the NWO stuff because this is just fresh in my mind because I've listened to a lot of the eighty-three weeks podcast. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I regardless of what Bischoff says is BS or not, I like the way he explains like the business aspect of stuff, oh, and, yeah. like the television aspect, and like how like. Because the comrade will ask him, like, so this guy got a drug suspension. How come this guy didn't? Blah, blah, blah. And Eric's like, every drug thing was done through, and he named the person HR mm-hmm. at Turner, not World Championship Wrestling. He's like, we were a part of a television company. He's like, we weren't a wrestling company. But at the same time, I think that's him just trying to, like, I'm a wrestling company. I'm not a wrestling. I'm a television. Get the hell out of here. You're wrestling. Carney wrestling BS, yeah. like a wrestler. But I really like that, that being explained. Um, the, but the original NWO was there. I liked the little things like when they went to the ring and Nash or Hall had a baseball bat and they would bang the bat on the steps. You knew it wasn't a rubber bat or whatever. It was yeah. like, this is legit bat. Everybody knows. Like, so stuff like that, like the storytelling stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, any any time that they would sneak up on someone, beat them up and run, like stuff that makes sense, you know, not like we're going to confront you in the rings. Like, why wouldn't you guys just fight right now if you're all in the ring? So I liked yeah. all that stuff that they did. I liked that a lot. This is going to be a side, a side rant about nothing, which is a lot of the show has been, which is fine because we've been gone for like a month. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going four hours today. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we're going Broadway. Uh, so everyone saw the WWE sign this huge TV contract with Fox and USA. Right mm-hmm. for SmackDown, yeah. and everyone's, and then I'm seeing so many people, particularly like wrestling journalists and whatever, saying, "This is why you're not allowed to criticize WWE's product. Look what they're doing for a bit, whatever. Look at all the money they've made. That is total crap for me as a fan. Like I should not give a damn what the board of directors and WWE are making. I don't care. I want a good wrestling product. Yeah, and, I want to be entertained on Monday nights right, and Tuesday. Nights. I don't care if you guys have. You know, uh, high demographics in in this age group, and you can sell ad for this much, and blah blah blah. And people say, "Oh well, if they have more money, they better better the product." There's companies like that, like Ring of Honor isn't rolling in the dough. Well, they are now that they're with Sinclair, <laughs> but like uh, I don't know, like Shimmer and, and Rise and stuff, they're not rolling in the dough. Rise is actually in trouble; they might be bouncing out, but they could still put on compelling storylines. So that's just a little side rant for me. Yeah. You know, it's 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 what it is. I'm happy. I'm really really happy that it's going to be on regular Fox. I think that's super cool, mm-hmm. especially with so many people cutting the cord with cable. I think it was smart for them to do because it's free over the air. Anybody can get it on their TV. So I really really think that's yeah. cool. But I, it's just I don't care that they're making a bunch of money. It's, and you shouldn't either as a fan. You shouldn't care. I mean, good for them, but what do you care? You know, hey, if you're making so much money, lower the damn T-shirt prices. <laughs> Nope. Right, twenty seven yeah. ninety nine for a T shirt. Get out of here! I'll wait till five dollar Fridays. Exactly, <laughs> and get my uh, two year old shirt that somebody wore. <laughs> two year old wore. Well, you know their designs that somebody wore two years yeah, ago, and they put yeah. a five dollar Friday. So I don't know, like <laughs> like undefeated Oscar is five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little thing, little prices. Yeah. What do you got? Anything? Any other little things you got? Because I don't have a ton else. Oh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You didn't get anything written down. It's okay. We no, that's all I have written down. But we were, you were talking about something that made me think of something else. But forget it. It happens. It's you know, fleeting. Happens <laughs> to the best of us. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap this week's show up. And before we start ranting on other subjects, really appreciate everybody sticking with us during this hiatus and following on Twitter. And when I send the show out, please retweet. Uh, I had so with the, all the Funko Pops. 
I got the two versions of the Young Bucks. I got the one, the Hot Topic exclusive, and the one where the, you call it the pajama gear. Yeah. I'm thinking of giving away the pajama gear one, but doing like a charity auction of have everyone donate a dollar to whatever charity I choose, you know, American Cancer Society or PAWS or whatever it is, and you'll be entered. And as long as I get at least 50 entries, I'll give it away. I can get like $4 or whatever. So I think yeah. I could do that. I will keep you guys posted on that. Follow on Twitter at PPW Podcast. I want to thank someone that just started following us, uh, the Wizen Wrestling Fed. It's at Wizen, W-E-I-S-E-N, Rest Fed. So it is a father and son that are doing uh, an action figure wrestling federation for fun. And I oh, think cool. that's cool that they're doing it together. And they have a, a show, something show coming up called uh, uh, King of the Beach or something. It's at a beach bash. So I think it's cool. The guy was We're talking. We're sponsoring that, right? Yeah. Okay. We are the official sponsor. That's King of the Beach, sponsored by the Pod Toby Pro Wrestling Podcast, live from Ocean City, New Jersey. And check those guys out, guys. They're at Wizen WrestleFed. Because on Twitter, you can't put the whole name because of all the. I knew we were a sponsor. I just asked you so you could throw it in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had the poster up, so I, and, and it, it's cool. So make sure you're following those guys. Follow That's everybody else. That's a big else. deal, though. We're a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's fun. I, it's another thing with with this podcast with twitter i never would have thought i would have been involved in like this wrestling figure yeah. community and like the collecting community and all that stuff at some point i'm going to get my all this stuff organized in the basement down here <laughs> we got shelves built in for figures we should be good to go we'll, we'll get there i think want to thank eric for helping me move uh, a little bit early this week i tricked him I said, we're only going to move a couple fragile boxes. I said, sure, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll pop in. Three hours later. <laughs> I'm drenched in sweat, and Steve's sipping iced tea on the, on the, on the deck. That is not true at all. I had to walk home. I'm lifting a grill and chairs. and I had to walk home. <laughs> you did. It was about 110 outside. Yeah, it was and you're carrying a 40-pound kid. Yeah, she's not quite 40 pounds. But... And also, happy birthday to Penny. She turned three this past Wednesday. We bought her a house for her birthday. She turned three years the old. best uh, present she'll ever get. A house? She was pretty pumped about the frozen karaoke machine. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, she also got the so Diva Dolls figures. Yeah, she got the Diva Dolls figures, too. <laughs> All right, Eric, thank you for coming. Thank you guys for listening at PPW Podcast on Twitter. Please head to whatamaneuver.net, pick up that T-shirt. I like the T-shirt a lot because it doesn't scream, this is a podcaster, this is I love pro wrestling type of thing. Positively pro wrestling with stars on it. Yep. And that is all for this week. Eric, do you have anything? Because we're going to try really, really hard to get another show out next week. We're going to do two shows back-to-back. It'll be crazy. I'll save it for next week. Cool. Oh, one more thing before we wrap up. Uh, Sammy Cassell, or Sammy Castle, we get his name wrong, Sam Cassell, <laughs> he, the one thing, little thing he talked about yeah. was punches, like how the, the good working punches. Are oh, really yeah, good. yeah. You know, like Bret Hart throws a damn good punch, and Terry Funk and all that stuff. The good punches. I, I like that. So I want to give him a shout-out. That's it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, no. Good working punch. Brother. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week.